Hey, this is Tyler, one of the hosts of RangerCast. On our show, we talk about Power Rangers and other multi-unit spandex heroes. We've got news, reviews, interviews. We talk about the comics, the games, the toys, and all things more phenomenal. Find us at Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or check us out at rangercast.net. May the power protect you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, alongside with Lance. As per tradition, we always have an adult beverage of choice. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. We're making old fashions with four roses, right? Correct. Yep. And then, got to stay true to myself. I've got a spotted cow. What about you, Lance? Yeah, I wonder how long of a streak you got going on here with <laughs> spotted cow. Uh, I've got some Bud Light on the side because you have a fridge full of it, and I'll start chipping away at that. Well, somebody's got to because I can't stay away from the spotted cow. I got <laughs> like 10 years to make up for it. So That's true. Yeah, you were gone for a long time. Yeah. Lance, can you give us a synopsis for today's episode? Yes. Today's episode, we are going to be covering Chainsaw Man. We decided to cover Chainsaw Man because it made top 10 of most popular anime last year in 2022. And we're here to cover it in its entirety today. If you watched our Anime Lounge short flights on YouTube, you may already be familiar with everything that we might already talk about, but we're going to talk about it all in one shot here. So in Chainsaw Man, we follow our main character, Denji, who is some poor bastard who inherited his dead father's massive debts. He spent his life doing whatever he could to make money, whether that was selling body parts or killing devils with the help of his devil partner. Pochita. One day, Denji gets screwed over by a devil and ends up dying. With a new contract between Denji's dead body and Pochita, they merge together to fight and continue to try to realize Denji's greatest dreams. But that's not to go without problems. Partnerships are made and some are lost. In the end, one final goal is shared between everyone and nobody will let that stand in their way. And that is, of course, to end up with Makima somehow. <laughs> Yeah, uh, especially with Aki and Denji, at least. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. They definitely gave us the impression that Aki is also super interested in Makima, although he's never made like any advances towards her. Yep. But just through his level of respect and hints that Himeno gave us, he's definitely got something in for her, too. Oh, yeah. We can go into the actions that led into her talking about Aki's advancements towards... Makima, but before we really dive into this episode, Lance, can you give us that Lance's lessons? Today's Lance's lessons is going to be the Japanese word for devil, and that is Akuma. Akuma is spelled A K U M A. And Akuma is very relevant today because, of course, this is a series about devils. And Akuma is also going to cover Fiend because, parallel to the devils, there's also fiends. Get a twofer in this one. Yeah. <laughs> means two different things. Pretty good. Yeah. So, I'm definitely, for anybody who did watch our Short Flight series, know that we watched this entire series in subbed Japanese to start off with. As usual, we watched it dubbed this time around. Do you have a preference between the dub and sub? Mm, 
I don't think I have a hard difference. Yep. Aki's voice for English threw me off hardcore. Oh, yeah, it did. I was not expecting him to be, like, so deep-voiced, because I'm pretty sure that's not exactly how he was in Japanese. He wasn't, no. Other than that, I thought everybody else's voice was uh, totally acceptable. Mm-hmm. Denji's came off just fine. Mm-hmm. Makima's powers. I think Power's voice was a little bit more crazy in Japanese. Yes. Yes, um, it was. A little more high-pitched, mm-hmm. but the voice actor for the dub did a great job. Yeah, she still did a fantastic job. Still loved it. Yep. In fact, it almost it almost made me understand who Power was a little bit better yep. in the English dub a little bit better. Like, I don't know, like... In Japanese, she was crazy, talked fast, and you know you have to read and watch at the same time. So it's like you know you're not catching everything perfectly. So yeah, she's very animated as a person when she's talking. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna miss some of those subtle things for sure. Right? You have any extra things you want to throw into that? No, I kind of agree with you. Uh, no real preference. Kind of like the dub, only for the simple fact that I got to listen and watch at the same time and get those subtle differences. Mm-hmm. That I missed watching it subbed. Right. But definitely do not have a preference either way. No. They're, they were both very well done. Right. And yeah, as, as long as the main actor, the main character is doing a great voice job, then yep. you, know, you can't really go too wrong. Yep. And the English voice actor for Denji did a great job. I liked his seriousness. I liked his craziness when the chainsaws came out. <laughs> he did a great job. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with that one. Uh, I know we really didn't talk about it in our short flights, but did you have a favorite character for this series? I know we talked about just kind of who we liked in every episode, but not necessarily mm-hmm. a overall favorite character. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I want to say my favorite was Power. Okay. Because she was comical in the fact that she she tried to act like she was the smartest and her IQ was 100, no, 120, no, somewhere between 500 and 1,000. Yeah. And how powerful and crazy she is. Yes. Yeah, then... I like that. I just, so, yeah, just her craziness just brings it out. Yeah, she was a good character. I like that when they made her pseudo-realistic, because, you know, her ability is for blood, mm-hmm. and when she uses too much blood, she goes anemic and yep. basically passes out. I like the fact that, you know, they didn't just give her an unlimited supply of blood. Exactly, yeah, they did a very good job. I mean, they could have brought that a little bit more realistic into scope because that all that blood was already drawn prior to uh, the fight with teacher Kishibe. Yep. And at that point, when he arrived at the door, all she did additionally to her body was throw out an additional spear because, you know, that essentially was the breaking limit of her because the two liters on top floor, you know, that's already drained and out of your body. So if yep. you're going to be anemic, it's already too late. <laughs> be anemic the whole time, not yeah. just part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I can get that. But of course, good learning experience. You just got to see some of her uh, weaknesses in fighting. Yep. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, all in all, that scene was awesome and smart, yep. and I'm glad they did something like that because I know we talked about it in the short flights, which we need to stop saying so often. <laughs> um, but it just showed creativity in attacks. Yep. And being able to control blood outside of her body like that, I thought was pretty genius, and I was really happy to see that. As long as it's her own blood. Right. Because remember, they make multiple mentions that she can't really control other people's blood. It's only her own. Right. Did you have a favorite character? Oh, man. Probably, I really want to say Makima, Mm -hmm. just because, like, her character design was super cool. 
Her eyes, like everybody's eyes in this series was insane. They're so cool. Definitely one of a kind and memorable, but just her personality was awesome because you got to see a little bit of her sarcastic part where the one public safety guy quits and then was like, hey, did you know about this? And she's like, "Ah, I can't really tell you. You're not public safety anymore. Yeah, she's so sly with all the little things. Yep. And then the conversation she was having with teacher where he was like, hey, did you did you know about this? And she's like, "Eh, maybe she she didn't confirm or deny any knowledge of the incident, but she definitely knew and you could tell. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, all right, well, as long as you're doing it for good, you can be a fucked up person, but do it for the good. It's like, don't worry. It's it's for the good. And you're just like, fuck. Yeah. Like. In another conversation she had, it was for necessary evil, and she's well aware of how necessary evil works. Mm -hmm. When she was talking with other, like, Yakuza guy trying to get names, and she exposes all those eyeballs to the the whole crew. Yeah, and it's, so just her willingness to take it as far as she absolutely needed to, and then her abilities, the little bit that we even got to see were super cool. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so where my mind was going was... Right now, I think Power is my favorite character. Yep. But above all, I am most interested in Makima. Yep. I really am interested in Denji as well, just because what is he going to do to get stronger? Because you see it at the end of the season where, you know, he figures out it's like, hey, he's going to go after my head. I can make chainsaws come out of my legs, mm-hmm. which I did miss the first time through. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. I remember you talking about that. Missed how he uh, cut down Katana Man officially. Yep. And so it was nice to see that happen. But then it's how does he evolve into becoming stronger? Does he get some like super special abilities? Does he just get more psycho? Like there's could be. So many opportunities for what mm-hmm. could happen for Denji to be stronger. And then, of course, obviously, is he going to reach his goals or is he going to change his goals when he basically matures as a person? Because I feel like he's going to mature at least a little bit. Maybe not a whole lot, but... I don't know. I have a little bit of a thought going on. Okay. With the final episode where Pochita tells him to stay away from opening that door, I think that door is going to be direct access to the real Chainsaw Devil. Okay. And it's going to awaken... Like a the, fucked up version? Like the craziness inside it, and it's going to consume Denji, and he's not going to be able to control it. Yeah. And he's going to go on some kind of rampage, and he's going to like leave the, the Special Division crew, mm-hmm. and... He's going to be hunted down, and then eventually they're going to have to, you know, catch him, and he's going to come to his senses and, you know, happy-go-lucky in the end. But that's what I'm kind of thinking this is going to be the purpose of that door. And because he opens up that door, and I think the reason why he opens that door is so that he can get stronger to reach the next level. I can see that. I would be very interested. That would be, I really want to know what's behind that door. I want to know if he ever opens it, when he opens it. Is it going to be one of those things where eventually Pochita's like, all right, now it's time to open that door. Mm, Maybe he's asked by Pochita to do so. Yeah. Okay. Because it might be like you said, where it makes him go crazy, but he can control it at this point. Like he gets strong enough some way, somehow, either mentally or physically, where he can kind of suppress the super crazy Chainsaw Man and be able to use all of his abilities. Okay. Maybe. I'm not not entirely sure. It'll be, can't wait. So looking forward to this. The manga is still ongoing, so there is that as well. That's good news. How much further? I'm not sure, but I know it's still (laughs) ongoing. Well, I know you got two volumes upstairs. Yep. 
And you said between the two volumes that you have, it exce- it exceeds further than season one? Uh, no. Uh, the season one, I want to say, is five volumes. Oh, no. okay. So mm, that was a different uh, manga, I believe. Yes. Yeah, that was a different one. Uh, no, that was uh, Jujutsu that we were talking about. Oh, they, everything that you have exceeds season one. Yeah. That's right. I remember that conversation now because you also have all that upstairs. I do. I am so glad that I am almost current. I need to buy it. I'm a couple books behind, but I've caught up on the manga itself. So I'm not super worried about the books as of this exact moment in time. But to get back to Chainsaw Man, uh, yes, the first season covers the first four uh, volumes or books. Okay. Just for any of our uh, listeners that are interested in that. Do you have a most kind of like memorable character? Like somebody that stood out to you the most, whether it be a villain or like anything super memorable? Like the first one that's coming to my mind right now is the shark devil. I don't, not exactly sure why, but maybe because he was kind of one of the last things to be shown into. Oh, was it the zombie devil? That wasn't your favorite? Well, that, that was <laughs> awesome. I can definitely talk about that one. Yep. But the, I'm just going to talk about the first thing that came to my mind. It was the shark double. Yep. And I thought it was pretty cool that this dude can just swim through any kind of surfaces. Okay. At the same time, chomping away at whatever he wants <laughs> to chomp on. And I'm excited to see more. What What about you? Uh, I will probably the violence devil or the violence fiend. Is he a fiend or a devil? I guess they're fiends. Okay. Because devils yeah, wouldn't they're... be able to have their the human forms. Yep. Yeah, so he's a fiend, and just his uh, mask that he was wearing, it suppresses his, essentially, super desire. Is that what it? Is that what they said? Basically, yeah. Like, it keeps him in check, because okay. if he didn't have it on, then he'd be uncontrollable and even more powerful. Okay, yeah. And so that's crazy. Just his character design was super cool, and I just want to see more. Like, does he just straight up punch people all the time and obliterate their skulls? That's or? kind of what I was picking up on. Yeah. Because I know the other, because then they had that spider fiend, and then the angel one, which the angel one didn't fight, so I don't even know why that one why was, was even there. there to begin with. Yeah. Other than the fact that it's just part of the team for whatever reason. It just wasn't well suited for that final zombie scene. Yeah. What's he going to do? Touch a dead zombie so it dies never? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's, he's just going to chomp on, on some brains, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess that was going to be one of my questions, too, is out of the four fiends at the end... Which one are you most interested in? I guess that kind of answers it. <laughs> but with that all being said, I mean, I am still interested in like the angel devil too, mm-hmm. or the angel fiend. Yep. Taking away life if he was to touch you. And Aki made that comment that like, well, if fabric's in between us. Yeah, we're good. No problems. Yeah. It's like, sure. Okay. Yeah. That's how that works. So I wonder. The, if so one thing I want to say, this is obviously excluding power because we're all super interested in power and knowing more about her. She's going to be a main side character. So we're going to see a lot about her. So we're just talking about the ones that we had seen at the end. Right. Just just the ones at the end. Yeah. Part of the new Special Division 4 stuff. Yep. Um, In addition to Angel, they kind of made him seem like he's a dick in a way because he's like, well, I'm surprised you're getting so close to me. I can just touch you. And that's where that comment came from. Yep. Like, I don't I, know. I think it's just a product of his environment where everybody's just kind of an ass to him because they don't want to be around him because they're going to die sooner by being around him. So he's just like puts up this barrier where he's just an asshole to everybody because it's easier than trying to be nice to everybody and everybody being like, oh, fuck you. You're going to kill me eventually anyway. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I can see that. I like the barrier concept. Yep. 
One thing I want to say is, what do you think is going to happen with Katana Man? You think he's just going to rot in prison? No, because we're on this character sheet. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Not necessarily, but I scrolled down to see it all. (laughs) And for our listeners, I'm on chainsawman.fandom.com slash wiki, whatever. And it's given us a nice little snapshot of all these characters. And they got everything categorized. And I'm seeing Special Division 5. And the very first person in that is Makima. Okay, so we all know who that is. But then a couple people over is Katana Man. So now I'm thinking that this is going to be some, like, Suicide Squad. Speaking of Suicide Squad, (laughs) that's basically who that Special Division 4 was. Just a bunch of fiends doing human work. And if they screw up, then they die, obviously. But Special Special Division 5, seeing Katana Man in that list... Making me think that they're just going to put them to use. Yeah. Um, I can see that. I'm curious how they do that. But obviously time will tell. I can't wait. Season 2 has not been announced, correct? No. Because, I mean, it's way too early. Right. It just finished last season. Yo. Uh, they came out in the fall season. We are almost done with the winter season. Yo. So it's still too soon. And I will say, really the only... The only series that I've seen, like, as soon as it's released, or as soon as it's finished, and then gets announced for the next season has been, like, My Hero. Yep, that's what I was going to say, too. And Demon Slayer. Like, that's it. Yeah. Everything else you've you've had to wait for. So I'm kind of curious about what uh, when we're going to see season two. Can't imagine too long, because we had less than a... I'd say about less than a year of super hardcore chainsaw hype between it getting announced for an anime and people blowing up over the manga itself. Yeah. So I think the hype was big enough to rush it fast enough to get out to us. And I think because it was such a hit with the world and how everybody loves it. Yep. I don't think we will have to wait too long. Okay. And it's not like this series had like super intense animation, like CGI, like uh, Demon Slayer or Attack on Titan or anything like that to where it would need an intense amount of time to animate or anything like that, Mm -hmm. I imagine at least. So yeah, I'd say a year. Okay. Maybe a year and a half it'll be available, but I say within the year we'll get word for sure that it'll be coming out, I don't know, maybe next fall or at least... Maybe next winter or something. Either winter of... 24 or yep. even as early as fall of 23 i would okay. like i would like to see that at least yeah i would too hopefully like we were saying hopefully soon we will see something but we can wait mm-hmm. i am i do not mind waiting uh, just because i know this uh let's be honest this year is action-packed with amazing stuff because i know we've got jujutsu season two coming out soon Cannot wait for that. We've got... Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone Season 3. Can't wait for that. We have uh, Demon Slayer Season 3, which we got to watch the first episode of that one. Yep, that was fun. That that was a lot of fun. Seriously cannot wait for that one. Uh, we've got the Black Clover movie coming out this year. We've got so much stuff going on this year that's like, okay, we got, I really like this. We got enough to keep us busy. <laughs> yes, I... Uh, Oh, sorry. That's all not just this year, but that's just next season. No, because Jujutsu doesn't come out until like June. Oh, shit. Okay. Dr. Stone and Demon Slayer come out next season. Okay, maybe that's what I was thinking. But Jujutsu doesn't come out until I think June. So uh, yeah. this okay, summer. Now that, now that you're saying that, that, that list I was looking at didn't have the Jujutsu on it. Nope. Okay, either way, we still got plenty full, to look forward to. Full year going on this time. Oh, and, you know, Bleach Core 2 is coming out in June. Oh, is it up that soon? Yeah. Great. So, so definitely have plenty to keep us preoccupied 
But I will be coming back to this again, even though I've already watched it twice in six months. <laughs> Not even Wait, six months. Saw? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I know we always talk about favorite fight scenes. Do you have a favorite fight? I do, but I think mine will be a little bit different. So just in case, do you have one? Oh, man. I honestly, the first one, when he first turns into Chainsaw Man. With the zombie devil? Yeah, with the zombie devil. was probably my favorite. It was just super gory. Just Mm -hmm. limbs, blood, guts everywhere. He kind of went crazy. Uh, It was more action-packed than the, uh, oh, man, the Infinity Devil. Oh, yeah? That's funny because I was going to... You were going to say that one? I was going to say the Infinity Devil. <laughs> that, I mean, it was a good one. It was just... it's def- It was definitely less action-packed. Yes. But I'll, I'll give my reasons in a second. Yeah. Uh, and just to kind of continue mine, it's the first time you get to see him as Chainsaw Man. So just kind of those, that those, hype. The, that hype, the chills can still hit you. Yep. Uh-huh. And, and then just kind of the ending where he's like, where you could tell he didn't know what to do with himself at that point. And then he's just like, hold me. And then Makima holds him and he turns back. Mm-hmm. He melts away. I like. I love the melting away concept. Yep. So just every all encompassing. I thought it was. It was probably my favorite part. Yep. Which is what episode one. Very first episode. Yep. <laughs> Brings you right into it. Yep. And so we know yours is the Infinity Devil fight. So tell me why. Yep. So that one is because I love gore, and okay. that was literally blood everywhere. That was just blood and blood. The biggest and blood, blood bath that this series had to offer so far. And it really brought into focus that Denji needs his own source of blood in order to continue going. And he had pretty much an infinite amount of blood that he can eat and at least consume and enough to make him outlast this devil for a three day battle and for the devil itself to just give up finally and be like, okay. And it kind of just shows how crazy Denji is and his drive and it brings focus into himself. So I like that one. Makes sense. I get that. Other than that, I thought you were going to go a little bit more like <laughs> a little bit more shonen route and be like, go straight to the end with Katana Man versus Denji on the train. Because that was still an awesome fight, too. It was an awesome fight. It was too short. It was very short. Basically three hits and, and that was the end of it. So, yeah. Well, I guess I was talking about like on the top of the train when they were yep. dashing okay, and yeah, dodging. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. when they got inside the train. But yeah. Uh, the way that fight ended yep. was Katana Man does his little crouch and then super speed slash, <laughs> which I'm, I need answers for. How do you get supersonic speed? Well, if he does get a part of the public safety, then we might get answers. Good point. Yeah, I like that. I want to see that. But <laughs> then we explain yourself. Yeah, because maybe Denji <laughs> can get this ability too. That would be crazy. Could you imagine just chainsaws going like that? Uh, it'd be super crazy. Like it have to, you'd have to hear the chainsaws going like super high pitched because you could tell like the motors going super hard. Mm-hmm. And then he do, then he does this supersonic attack. That would be super crazy. Yeah, like it'd be very stimulating visually and with audible. Yeah, I I love the revving of the chainsaws. Yep, makes it that much like darker. But to bring back to the fight. Yeah, the way that fight ends in the inside the train, both of Denji's arms get chopped off. Yep. So it makes you think, oh, great, now he's all out of attacks. Yeah. And the only thing you can visually see is the one stupid chainsaw on his head. It's like, oh, yeah, headbutting him's not going to do shit. Yeah, then, of course, you know, they attack each other, and you see the head chainsaw crumbling, and you're like, oh, fuck. All right, so how does he get out of this now? Mm-hmm. And then we find out that Denji can just sprout chainsaws almost anywhere. Yep. 
and he sprouted one out of his leg where somehow anime logic, he swiftly <laughs> kicked Katana Man in half while he wasn't prepared to look at his feet. And that's how we get a win in the end. Hey, anime logic is all you ever need. Exactly. <laughs> The other one I was going to say as far as favorite fights was honestly the Aki fight against uh, Sawatari. Just because, again, you got all that emotion going on. You get to kind of see a little bit of the future devil within Aki going on because he can pseudo predict what the ghost devil is going to do. And then, you know, he gets the flashback with Himeno and gets you all in your feels being like, damn. All right, so he's going to die, and you're going to feel bad because he died, but at least he gets to go to Jimeno. But then the ghost devil kind of just releases him. That, that The whole him waking back up was the only thing I didn't really get out of that one. It's like, so because he passed out and you're no longer afraid, is that why the ghost stopped attacking him or yeah. like choking him out? The only thing I can throw into that was... Himeno explained to Aki in the past that Ghost reacts off of fear. Yep. So and maybe in that moment, Aki had no fear and, like, I don't know, wanted to throw his trust in, in Himeno's old partner, partner being the Ghost. Yep. I don't know. It was a turn of the page. Like, this, the Ghost was under that bad chick's control, yep. and then all of a sudden Ghost got its own mind back and decided not to do anything i don't know the only thing i could think of is himeno made a deal with ghost before she died to look after aki or something yeah to not either not kill him or look after him and that is why the ghost has the cigarette yep which would make sense but that's the only thing i can think of is that somehow they made a contract right before they died or right before himeno died okay um the only other thing i want to throw into that is like maybe a slight curve like maybe ghost is also just like good in spirit because ghost was also responsible for bringing Denji back to life by pulling his chainsaw yep. back when Katana man first shot him in the head. Yes. So something is good about ghost that came out of saving Denji and saving Aki. Yeah. In, may, in the time of need could be kind of not really gets feelings, but grows attached to whoever they make the contract with. Because if Jimeno had to give up her right eye to make a contract with, for one hand, probably too many people aren't making contracts with the ghosts. So kind of just gets an intimate relationship with the person that they make the contract with mm-hmm. and starts to feel for that individual. Yeah, I can see that. Because if I had a guess, ghost will only take eyes. Like as far as contracts are concerned, because we can tell that, you know, the devils dictate whatever their terms are. But because ghost it can't see anything, I bet you it uses irony and takes people's eyes. Okay. Yeah, and, because even the full version of Ghost had dead its eyes closed. Yep. Okay, yeah. I want to talk about the devils that they make contracts with. So uh, just to kind of name off the handful that we know of, we have Cone, which was the fox, mm-hmm. which makes contracts with a bunch of humans. Yep. It's, they stated that he liked people easy to contract with. Yep. We learned that in one of their little get-together parties that one of the newbies had cone yep yep also had uh cone uh fushi i think that's what it was maybe i don't know i don't remember it doesn't matter mm-hmm. so then if we're gonna let's just stay on aki the next one would be the cursed devil yep and he's the one that has the nail blade yep that i was about to say fushi guru <laughs> <laughs> 
The one that Aki carries is a giant nail. Yep. That one... And you have to stab it so many times to curse the object to kill it, and then it takes a portion of their life, well, Aki's life. portion of Aki's life to, like, auto-kill his enemy. Yep. Which, the process of still kind of confused me, even after rewatching this anime. Okay. Because, like, he yelled fire or whatever, and then his enemy, or his enemy being Katana Man, was, yep. like, stabbed. Now, did him yelling fire automatically stab him? Or was it happening at, like, the same time, like, every time he stabbed him, he would yell fire? And then no, I think was... he had to initiate it by saying fire, and then every he had to stab the person three times. Okay. So, fire, stab, That's and then it went three, two, one, and then dead. So, I right. think um, fire initiated initiates it, but Aki knew that he was going to stab Katana Man at that moment, so it just kind of went hand in hand. Right. Because he only says fire the one time. I thought he said all three, all three times. Uh, I think it's only the the first time. I think it's fire, stab, and then it's three, and then doesn't he just stab him two more times, and it's two, one, and then he dies, and then Katana Man quote-unquote dies, because he looks like he dies, but he doesn't oh, actually Oh, he die. definitely falls to the ground, Yep. and then the chick in the hoodie shows up. Yeah. Not exactly sure what she did to revive him. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. It was just like it didn't look like he gave him any blood or... Like literally nothing happened, and she just picked him up. And now he's alive again, and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's All like, right. okay, well, what did you do wrong? Like, oh, I let my guard down again. But, uh, yeah, I just totally... That was very well done, though. <laughs> <laughs> totally mind-blown about exactly how he was even brought back to life. They spent zero time explaining it. <laughs> and they don't explain it in the mug either. Oh, They're no? just like, all right, now he's awake, and what'd you do wrong? <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, that... There, here we are. Keep going, I guess. Yeah, and then he's like, okay, my turn, and then wins, let, basically wins. Let, let me do my supersonic slash attack, and he's just like, all right, well, there goes Aki. Okay, well, here goes all of Division 4, except for Power, because she ran away. Well, she's a coward, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's got the personality of a cat. Let's just say that. Yeah. She wants attention when she wants it and is afraid of a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, she only really cares about herself. And then, you know, takes dumps and doesn't flush it herself. <laughs> yeah, Love apparently it. she really is just a cat. No wonder why she gets along with cats. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that whole scene when she enters Aki's building. I don't shower. You I, stink. I seldomly shower. I seldomly use the bathroom. No, it's or, I, I don't flush. Or I seldomly flush, and I seldomly clean. God. The words she uses. Okay, well, speaking of the words she uses, every time she talks, she just reminded me of, like, Marvel's Asgardian people. <laughs> like, the way that Thor talked in the, all the movies, trying to, like, fake being proper and whatnot. <laughs> really funny. Well, she does have a 1,000 IQ, so it's okay. <laughs> Somewhere between 500 and 1,000. <laughs> but to, to continue with Aki, the next one that he gets is the future devil. Yep. And I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's super quirky. I really like that he's just a fucking weirdo who just sits there and dances to himself. Ooh, the and maybe the different one thing that I thought I remembered with the Japanese version and now watching this again in the English version. I'm pretty sure in Japanese he told Aki 
that his death was going to be epic. Yep. But in English, he just said it's going to be like amazing or something like that. It was just a slight wordplay. Yeah. But like, I was but kind of expecting to hear that again. You also have to remember that they try and sync the dubs with the mouth moving. Good point. So every once in a while, you just have to use different words because if you don't, then it's going to be like super short word and the mouth moving like five times. Yeah. Which is funny. And they used to not do that. I'm glad they stopped. <laughs> Yeah, so the point of the future double was what we think that we know through watching the anime, at least, where you get a glimpse of the future, like, what, maybe a second or two into the future? Enough to react is basically what I took it as. And that's kind of the extent that we know of, and through what we've learned for what the future double requires for his contract, you know, people are giving up half their life, they're giving up sight, hearing, taste, like, all of your senses basically what the hell is the point of knowing any kind of the future if you have nothing to use to i don't know <laughs> really enjoy it yeah well apparently you can see it through the future devil and that's all you need i guess i don't i don't know no idea i don't know but you know and then you have aki who's just like i'll just live in your right eye and i'm gonna watch you just die an awesome death and you're like what the fuck is aki gonna do to die yep do you have any predictions no, not a single one. <laughs> All we know is that he's going to die within two years. And I, I can't even imagine because this... Maximum few, two years. Maximum? Yeah, I mean, he can kill himself. but like, Well, if, he can kill himself and he can use his uh, curse devil and shorten his life some more. Sure. But at the moment, two, two years max. Yeah. I can't imagine what can be so awesome in his death. Maybe be- he's going to take out the uh, gun devil. Like he's going to... Like a form of sacrifice. Sui- suicide himself and kill the dump the the dump (laughs) kill the gun devil at the same time yeah i can see that i mean that's kind of where my head was going to like some kind of sacrifice but i don't know or he's gonna he's gonna ride chainsaw man and like go out in glory but denji's not gonna die because he was told he's immortal yeah so as long as he's got like a supply of blood to keep him to come back yeah essentially immortal so maybe that's why the gun devil wants him dead no because i I feel like Katana Man is also immortal because he didn't die. Yeah, dude was chopped literally in half. Yeah. Up, up and down. And, and then to just put them back together. Yeah. Maybe because Chainsaw Man and Katana Man had that special thing going for them where a devil merged with their heart. Because they're not fiend like, they're not a fiend like power or any other fiend is. They got that extra level of awesomeness to them. Because I remember in the beginning of the series, I think Makami was explaining that this event is so rare that they don't even have a name for it. Yep, yep. And here we are with Chainsaw Man, and they didn't say it point blank, but we can expect Katana Man to be in the same boat. Yeah, I can see that as well. Uh, that would make sense. But I do think now is probably a good time to take a break. And now that we're back from our break, we can talk about the rest of the devil contracts that we really haven't brought up too much about. Which yet. honestly isn't too much. No, there's really only a couple. But uh, the next one to bring up might be Jimeno. Okay. She's got the ghost devil, which we already talked in length about. Yeah, I mean, I, I brought it up completely. She had to give up her right eye. Mm-hmm. And other than that, I don't, not really too much to talk about for no. that one. Other than giving up the rest of her body to try to save Aki and... And the rest of them, yeah. The rest yeah. of everybody from 
katana devil. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess, but it, well, we know. I yeah, I guess, but that kind of leads into uh, Sawatari because the snake devil. We kind of learn about her. At the end, when you find out that she essentially committed suicide, but not really. Oh. Because the snake devil killed her. They called it suicide, but they said it was probably a part of her contract, her as in Sawatari's contract, with the gun devil, and that is why the snake killed her. Okay. I remember we had that conversation back when we were talking in short flights. Yep. And it made sense when we were talking about it there. But after I started rewatching this, yep. I was the first thing that struck me was Makima just killed her and made up some bullshit to <laughs> like, oh yeah, she just so happened to die. Kinda like when she came off that train after she was shot. Yeah, what the fuck? And then I wanna talk about that. Yeah. But let's so, get back to Salatar. So kinda like how Makima came off the train saying like oh, this she is was she was shot in the head and this is like, other people's this is other blood. people's blood. So she just made up some shit. Yeah. So like I kind of figure, like, that's kind of what she dealt with when it came to Sawatari. All I'll say to fight that is the fact that despite all of the things Makima Makima will do, she wants to kill the gun devil. Mm -hmm. Like, that, I truly believe that's what she wants. So I don't think she would purposely kill anybody that was in line with the gun devil. Right. Like we said earlier, she's all about that necessary evil. Yep. And she's all, you know, she's, she's got a mission and she's doing whatever she can to fulfill it. Yep. Kind of like exactly what she said to Denji when she's like, I'll give you any wish you want as long as the gun devil's dead. Yes. So she's, she's got her eyes on that gun devil for sure. Yep. Yeah. So it's, I don't think she would have killed Salatari at least before interviewing her, excuse me, interrogating her. She wouldn't interview her. She would interrogate her. And so I don't believe that it was anything to do with, I, I I don't believe that Makima had anything to do with it. Okay. Um, but it's, do you think, well, it's kind of crazy. All, do you think that, do you think that the pact or contract that Sawatari had with the gun devil and the use of one of her fingernails was enough of a contract for that snake devil? Or do you think there was more? What I was thinking was every time she used the snake, it started eating away at her fingernails. That's what I was taking from it. So do you think she could only use it 10 times? Maybe. (laughs) Like, cause she was very confident in snake's abilities. Yep. And it was just taking the fingernails. Yep. So maybe given enough time, they could heal. Maybe. I mean, they do. In the real world, they do. But Right. I mean, kind of like when Aki would call upon Kone and he gave away some flesh to yep. from his arm. I mean, technically, with enough time, or maybe not necessarily flesh. I think it was skin or was it flesh? I don't remember. Same but thing. I mean, if it was just some skin, you know, you can regrow a little bit of skin after enough time. Yep. Depending on what kind of wound it was. I mean, if it was burned away, you're not going to necessarily regrow that. Well, anyway, I don't. Think I think it was of. just like a couple layers, kind of like a skin graft, where it's going to be a couple layers, basically like a snack for cone. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how complicated you want to get about it, but yeah, no, let's not get super complicated. Let's just assume <laughs> that her fingernail thing, at least me, can heal. Okay, so it wasn't a ten time use and done kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, we can start talking about toes after that. <laughs> That's true. You that? Yes, that is true. So we can keep going. And I don't know where else. Uh, I, you don't grow nails anywhere else. So 
I mean, we can go a little bit deeper than nails and go... Uh, so, yes, I think you're right. I do not believe it was like, all right, now you're out of nails, so bye. I don't <laughs> I don't think it worked like that. No. Uh, but do you think it was because of the gun devil that she got such a strong contract? Or do you think she just kind of worked out the, a deal with a super strong devil? Well, now that you're bringing the gun devil into the mix... Yeah. Maybe I would like to throw in now that the contract would be a little bit more lenient on the demands. Okay. Because maybe the devil itself would be fearful of the gun devil. I can see that. Yeah, that'd be interesting if they kind of play off each other. Well, we kind of know that they're willing to do stuff for stronger devils because they keep trying to attack Denji. Yeah, Denji is clearly the main target for whatever reason. Yep, which I cannot wait to find out more. Right, but which the, I think is going to be more of an explanation after that door gets explained a little bit more. Hopefully. <laughs> but uh, then the only other devils that we really see with contracts besides Denji's is Makima's, and we really don't get any information. None. Other than... Other than she sacrifices re- the those 30... Well, technically, she sacrifices the uh, Yaku... There's 30 inmates. Yeah, those 30 inmates and the uh, they sacrifice the 30 death row inmates and the Yakuza people at that kind of house on the hill Mm -hmm. space that she was at. Yes. So her powers demand a sacrifice for a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. So let's have fun trying to name this devil. Okay. And with me phrasing it like that, maybe I would think that this is like the ritual devil. Okay. Or like the sacrifice devil. Okay. I don't know. What, what uh, do you, you got any thoughts? Oh, man. I would say, um, I kind of want to say the space devil just because they like that hand motion that she does. Oh, the squishing? Yeah. Uh-huh. It kind of feels like a black hole esque kind of thing where they just kind of get squished into what would be a black hole and squished into spit into a black hole okay at craziness and the fact that she has to be at higher ground i don't know grasping at straws it was the first thing i thought of (laughs) (laughs) well i know before we had talked about makima required the 30 death row inmates yep and a A shrine at the that highest point in at the, Japan at the highest altitude that she can. So, yeah. so we hypothesized that maybe the higher she is, the greater the range of her powers could be. I, yep, yep, but still doesn't necessarily answer why someone else has to say a name and why she has to do the squishing motion. Yep, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if there's any limit to that ability. Yeah, um, not only that, but. She also can look at people and make them want to start dying. <laughs> yeah, her that look she gave that Yakuza thug. Yeah, it was super intense. Mm-hmm. And then of course he starts bleeding and then just dies out, and you're just like, "Well, alrighty then." Yeah, I mean, with both of those being said, is why I am insanely interested in Makima. Mm-hmm. Oh, also in addition to her getting shot in the fucking head or whatever, <laughs> and then coming back to life somehow yeah th- this show it just makes you be like what the fuck just happened and then a couple minutes later oh hey i'm good to go what no you're not how i need an explanation man don't just walk away from this and nope no explanations <laughs> just that wasn't my blood that was somebody else's no it wasn't 
That was yours. That was all yours. Oh, not mine. Imagining things. And she's always so stone-faced about everything. Stone-faced, calm, collective. Uh-huh. Getting, having like 30 pints of beer and just like, yeah, I'll take another one. I, I think maybe two. Make it two. I'll, I'll be good. Like, just what? Everybody else is passed out drunk and she's like, yeah, I guess I can, I could probably do one more. It's one more is a good number. It's just like, all right, what, what are you? Yeah, so apparently she can't get drunk. Do you think she's a devil and a, uh, and a person and nobody knows it? Like, a like kind of like Denji, like a super fiend like Denji yeah. is. Yeah. I'm starting to believe so. <laughs> There's. There's something up with her. Like, gotta be. She can't be human. Or maybe she's the god devil. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. That would... I can't wait for more of her because Mm -hmm. she is a super intense character. Like, there's way more adjectives I could say, but intense is probably the most defining definition I would give her. Like, it's just... You want more about her. And there's... Like, as far as fan service is concerned for this series which let's be honest typically in this kind of stuff you get a shit ton of fan service and they're really besides denji and all of his desires there really wasn't any yeah i mean it's solely surrounding denji which i can't blame him you know a 16 year old that's only gotten to touch one set of boobs in his life and it was very Eh. (laughs) anticlimactic yeah good way to say it i can't blame him yeah you know, especially when you go your whole life thinking the best I could ever do in life is eat food with jelly on it. Yeah, that was episode one. That was one of his biggest goals. Yeah. So, Pochita, yeah. So I don't blame him for, you know, thinking thinking about all those extracurricular activities that most 16-year-olds want to do. Right. I got one thing that left me questioning the writing of this show. Okay. And that's going back to episode three when there was a flashback to Aki's childhood before his family was blown away. Okay. So Aki and his brother were going to go play outside. They did go play outside, yes. Right. So Aki's little brother was like sick with something. Yep. And then Aki comes in the room and is like, I want to go play outside. I want to go play catch with my brother. Yep. So Aki's the one who asked the question. You know, he's the one that wanted to do something. Yep. And then as soon as the brother goes and the parents finally let it happen, they're outside and they're walking. And then Aki's like, quit following me. I was happy playing by myself. Like, all of a sudden he's mad. Like, just a moment ago you were asking to be played with and now you're annoyed well, that he's he, following you. He was asking their father to go outside and play with them. And then the sick brother who probably was going to have the parents follow them to go do these things and probably also was one of those things where anytime the brother went outside it was don't be too aggressive with your brother remember he's sick we can't we can't hurt your brother he's fragile so it's just you know everything's always about the brother and i mean you know you're the oldest so it's kind of that whole sibling rivalry thing where not necessarily trying to get attention from the parents but it's like every once in a while you want attention from your parents sure and especially when you've got a sibling that always gets attention because they're sick it's like well i don't really want your attention i want my i want our parents attention because they never give it to us or give it to me kind of thing okay i can see that angle and so it's that was how i took it 
But I also understand where it's kind of like, when you said you're the one that brought it up and now you're telling me to go away. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. So it's, I kind of get it. It, I do feel bad for Aki where it's like, all right, well then just go inside and get your gloves. And then he goes inside and just dies. And you're like, well, there goes my family. Yep. Just like that. Gun devil. Blinking of an eye. Blinking of an eye. Giant Kamehameha blows up. (laughs) A big portion of the world. Do you think it was just like a straight line through the entire world? That's what I'm starting to think. <laughs> because they made mention that the gun devil was discovered in America. Ha ha, we fucking suck with guns. But if it was an American devil, yes, did that shot come from America, go over the ocean and blow up Aki in Japan? Well, it blew up. It, they talk about throughout the entire world. Was it So was it like one super ray blast where it just made a straight line? Kind of like the equator all the way through yeah, the that, entire world. Yeah, that's kind worlds. of what I'm saying. Like, was this blast that intense that it traveled the ocean? Or the thing I would say is that it was so fast that it just went, like, through this nation, went to the next one, and then just made a line of devastation through each country separately. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking because they made mention that, what, it was they said multinational devastation? or Yep, multinational this, devastation in under five seconds or something like that. Okay, so then it would make sense that it was a single shot that rotated across the entire Earth. Yes, it would make sense. Uh, yeah, it definitely was not five minutes and not seconds, minutes. Minutes. I yes. mean, kind of makes sense, too. I mean, you'd have to travel faster than the speed of light if you want to. <laughs> go that fast yes uh i would uh completely agree it'll be interesting because at the end of season one they're like now we have enough parts of the body for it to attract so it's gotta start a do you think i kind of feel like this is gonna be similar to like demon slayer where it's gonna be four seasons and that's it like it's just gonna be it's gonna be relatively short it's gonna have essentially it's check marks for each season, and then like it's gonna be beginning, middle, end, done. No room for anything else. Kind of like you after you beat the final boss, yep. you're officially done. Yeah, like there's no Gun Devil Part Two. It's like no, no, Gun Devil's dead. That's it. Right, they're not gonna pull some Dragon Ball Z shit like someone stronger than the Gun Devil in another <laughs> space far, far away or something. Yes. No, I 100% agree. That this will conclude after the gun devil. Yes. After the gun devil is defeated. Yes, I agree. And I mean, the pacing is very good as far as this uh, series is concerned. Right. Yeah, like the first half of season one was fun enough to keep you interested. And then the second half started getting a little bit more intense with inter- with the introduction of Katana Devil and bringing the gun devil more into scope and how dangerous and important he actually is. Yep. And another thing I want to add is these gun shards. Yep. 100% make me think of Inuyasha. Yeah, the uh, Shikon jewel shards. Uh-huh. Every time a demon gets a piece of that sh- or that jewel shard, yep. they get so much stronger. Same exact deal here. Every time someone gets a piece of a bullet shard or something, yep. they get so much stronger. Yeah, it's... Look at the... What was it? That shark devil that they killed? It was Makima... Or not Makima. Um, Hamino and Aki killed that shark. It was like a shark devil. You sure? Because shark is part of... Yeah, that's a shark fiend. Uh-huh. But I'm pretty sure that was a shark devil that they killed in episode two when they were talking about or it was the episode right before the infinity devil before excuse me before well it was the infinity devil 
but before the uh, hotel that they went into. Okay. I wonder if you might be confusing anime and manga potentially because in the anime we have the sea cucumber, we have the bat, we have the leech. There was, there was something that uh, there was a devil that they killed. It was Hamino and we, we see it in the anime as well. A devil that they killed. I don't remember exactly which one, apparently, that it was Hamino and Aki that kill it. It was when uh, Makima was explaining, around the time Makima was explaining to Denji about the devils. About the gun devil, excuse me. Like when they were driving in their car? And Makima was explaining how devils work, how there can be like nope. a cup of coffee, can be scalding, but at the same time there's nothing else additional to it? Nope, it was when they were in the office and she was talking about the gun devil. I'll be honest. It's not a huge deal. I don't know. I'm not remembering that at all. Hamino and Aki kill a devil. It was very short. It was like, hey, we killed this devil. Yep. It had a gun shard. Oh, that makes sense because normally this isn't that strong. And yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Maybe that was. I thought it was a shark devil and like it was legitimately a shark. Now that you're bringing that up, that does jog a memory. It was almost like they were looking at it on a TV or something like that. Right. Because. They brought in a random shard and yep. started introducing why the shards are important. Yep. Okay. Like I, I said, specifically, it, it doesn't but, matter exactly what they killed, but it's that, just like you were saying, the Shikon Jewel shard where it's, I have this itty bitty piece, but it's going to multiply my power by like 10, mm-hmm. which happens to the Infinity Devil. Did you notice there were so many eights throughout that hotel? Um, Looking back at my notes, I did... Write down what they said that the time stopped at 818. 818 was the time. It was the eighth floor. Like everything was eights. And you're like watching it a second time through that. Now that I wasn't so anxious about what was going on, I could notice those little details. And I was just like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, that's really good writing. I really enjoyed that. Yep. And I know we talked about this before, but why is the eighth floor 818 time frame so important? Yeah, that's right. So... The eight is important because the infinity symbol is just a sideways eight. So when you think of the number eight, you can think of the infinity symbol. Just kind of a clever play on visual things when it comes to the infinity devil. But like I said, I didn't notice that the first time I watched this. No, 100% I didn't even think about that. So it, like, like, I mean, we were also watching it in the Japanese, like the... I'm com- so focused on the words. Yeah, the, the common excuse is I'm reading, I'm watching, my mind can only pay attention to so many things. So it, Minute details, you're going to miss that even watching it dubbed the first time because, I mean, you didn't notice it until I'd said something, right? But I didn't, yeah, the eighth floor deal, yeah. even though they had made mention multiple times, like, we were on the eighth floor, weren't we headed to our, towards the ninth floor? Like, yep. You totally, would, totally went over my head. You would not think about that, the eight being the infinity symbol until right. somebody, until either it's like light bulb or somebody says something. Well, then again, they didn't necessarily express that the devil that was holding them was the infinity devil until more towards the end of that episode, anyway. Yeah, you wouldn't. You would have to think back on it to even put two and two together. Exactly. So I guess you can't really put much blame on that. No, definitely not. Uh-huh. And then I guess we'd be a little remiss if we didn't share a little bit more about what we liked about Denji himself and the Chainsaw Man. Yeah, I know. We're an hour into it, and we haven't even talked about the main per- main character mm-hmm. of this show. We talked bits and pieces, but... I 
honestly, I think that's kind of, I don't want to call it a good thing, but it is a good thing that, you know, you have all these characters that are memorable and you can talk to for an hour about and not even talk about the main focal point of the of the story mm-hmm. where yes denji is essentially the center of the universe for this show because gun devil wants him makima all obviously wants to use him for something and all these characters only intertwine because you have denji but man all these characters are so memorable so unique like besides aki essentially being a Fushiguro in this world. Mm-hmm. They're very similar. And I think it's funny that Fushiguro uses dogs and Aki uses a fox. Cone, I mean, they're very relatable yes. animals. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, I mean, everybody's super unique. Even uh, even Kobanai, the, like, the super psycho chick, like she, she's got missing screws. Oh, yeah. And for... Listeners, Kobe and I was the chick that was in the hotel who wanted to stab Denji. She's the one going absolutely psycho. She stabs Aki. Ends up stabbing him, yep. And then ends up having like another cool semi-redeeming quality back when she kind of saves Denji when the introduction of Katana Man. Yep. Like she stabs that fucking granny up the mouth (laughs) after she shoots her partner. uh, What's his name? Madoka, I think that was a jaw dropping moment when I think I thought it was Ari A R A I. I thought it was the oh, all right, yeah, yeah maybe uh, okay. I'm looking right. at a I just saw another just random dude no, on the page. Uh, Madoka is the guy who quits and then asks Makima yeah. the question. She's like, Yeah, sorry, classified. Yeah, you're right. Uh, did I say stab the granny? I meant she took the granny's gun. Pulled the trigger and shot her own brains out, like from from the jaw upwards. I thought yes. that was my jaw dropping moment. She, I that was she awesome. assisted suicide, the grandy. Yeah, <laughs> assisted suicide. <laughs> but she, and then not only after she took care of Granny, she running up snakes back, chops off. I think it was Katana Man's hand, and she chops off someone's hand. Yeah, and, yeah, it's Katana Man. Yeah, and then basically puts him down. She shoots him a couple times. Katana Man's about to die on the streets, and then... And, and then you have that funny moment where you have um, Sawatari that's like, die in the van. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was that was a good laughing moment, too. So she came back in that moment kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. And, well, the, the other funny part is she decided to stay a little bit longer because bonuses were coming out. <laughs> hey, whatever motivation you need, I guess. Right? Especially in that kind of world. Would not want to live in this world. Fuck Absolutely that. not. Absolutely not. I would... Would you be a devil hunter? Nope. Not unless I had some, some super abilities. Some super abilities that gave me a huge kind of advantage. I'd have to have a boss fucking contract that <laughs> didn't require me to die so quickly. I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of demands out there that I'm not quite willing to settle with. <laughs> I like life. Yes, I enjoy all of my fingers, toes. Granted, I, I've lived you know, eight years without hearing on one side, so you kind of just get used to a disability, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, you're you're someone who gave up something uh, without gaining powers. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> I didn't get anything out of it. That's that's God, messed up. Goddamn army. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I would I would hate to be a devil hunter. Now, I do commend Aki. I would probably do something similar, like. Hey, I've witnessed all of my family die because of this one devil. Fuck it. I'm going to die eventually anyways. Might as well try. 
to kill or take revenge for my family. Dedicate my life no matter what it takes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might be that same way. So, yeah. Nothing else to live for. <laughs> At least in Aki's case. Right. Not to Himino. She she wanted him to live for her, but, you know, he was too hard-headed to actually be willing to do that. Man, those letters that she sent to her sister slash her family, mm-hmm. they're heart-wrenching. Like, did you actually read, like, did you pause and read what some of the stuff that she was saying? I remember, again, with my damn Roku TV not having <laughs> subtitles. Yeah. For English, at least. Yeah. I couldn't reread everything. But I do remember when we were watching it subbed. Yeah. It was, it was all subtitled, at least everything that was readable. Yeah. I do remember seeing some stuff that was saddening and yeah basically she was like hey i was trying to convince aki to go private sector because it was safer mm-hmm. and he's like no nope, not doing it it's like how do i convince him to go private with me it's like fuck that's pulling on them heartstrings again yeah all she wanted to do was to live with aki that's all she wanted to live a nice life with him and he did not reciprocate those feelings mm-hmm. and man killing her that episode like it's the next episode, but it's not even, like, the end of the next episode. It's the beginning of the next episode after her and Denji become friends. Right. You're like, fuck. Was not expecting that, like, because Himeno and Denji come up with a plan. Yep. You're like, oh, okay, This I can see this lasting the season. Nope. He fucking dies almost immediately. And then you have Denji where it's like, my first real friend, and I didn't even cry. Eh. And then thinking about... Makima, it's like, oh, I'd be down for three days. And then I'll just be right back where I'm at again. As long as I've got all my, what, shower and food? Is that what he said? Bath and food? Something like that. His, his lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, his lifestyle. If he has his lifestyle, huh? yeah, Makima can die. It'll, I'll be okay in a couple mm. of days. It's like, fuck. Yeah, that was the extent of it. He's like, if power dies, I probably won't care. Yeah. So that's kind of funny to think like that. So heartless. Yeah, super heartless. And then you got Aki crying in his room. Oh, yeah, yeah about everyone that ends up dying. Yep. Poor guy, yeah. So it's, this show is very well done. I do want to talk about Denji before we do get going because he is kind of your typical 16-year-old, you could say, where all he ever wants is boobs. It's really all he wants. He wants boobs. That's all he wants. I mean, that's the whole reason he saved power from the bat to begin with. Yes. That was really funny. He's like... In episode three, he's chasing after the bat. He says, give me my tits back. <laughs> yes. And then at, right after he saves power from the bat, he kills the bat. And power is like, why'd you do it? And he just does the hand squeeze motion. He points at the boobs and then does the hand squeeze. <laughs> and he's like, he like squibbles his mouth a little bit. Like he's about to hold back a cry or something like that. That's the way I looked at that. But like he's trying to, I don't know, his facial feature to adding to the whole uh, squeezy, squeezy. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yes, that was. And then you have him being kind of oblivious where Makima's like, I will give you anything. And he's like, so does that mean sex? And of course she cuts him off. Right. And it's like, yes, Denji, don't worry. I mean anything. So it's, has to spell it out for him speaking of that moment he got cut off and it's not it's not like he can make that demand right then and there so it's not like he was contracted to whatever he was going to say right there he's got time to think do you think as time goes by he'll solidify a more perfect wish because like if he's interested in sex one round of sex for 
any wish might not be, you know, long lasting enough. Like, so you think he'll want more is what you're more. asking. Like, do you think you'll go as far to say like, you'll be my sex slave? Do you think he, he might won't be say like, that one? I don't think he'll say that one. Be my wife who I could potentially see that one where it's like, it could be say a year passes before he actually fights the gun devil or it's like a year and a half. And he truly develops feelings for Makima beyond just these sexual feelings. I could see him being like, actually, I want you to be my wife. And then, you know, as long as you're in a a happily committed relationship, sex will happen. Right, right. You know what I just thought of? Now that I'm thinking about this wish, I don't think Makima is going to survive. I think she's going to die in the end. And he that's going to be his final push. To take out the gun devil, whatever this final fight's gonna be. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. I can, yeah, Makima's gonna die. Chainsaw's gonna kill the devil. He's gonna go psycho. He's gonna open that door. Oh, maybe that'll be the door opening scene. <laughs> Just gonna bang open because Makima died. Uh huh. Oh man, oh, so now, many, so many ways they can take this. I hope she doesn't die. I'll just say that. I, hope I prefer she, does. she doesn't. Yes, but I cannot wait to see more Chainsaw Man. I know when we went to our first convention, we saw that dude in that amazing Chainsaw Man yep. cosplay. If that dude from Colossicon North in Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin, you pulled off an amazing cosplay. Yep. And I've seen a lot of really good Chainsaw Man uh, cosplays. The other ones, I'd, it'd be kind of interesting to see... Like somebody do an Aki one. It could be kind of like maybe do one with bandages on his arm. I feel like there was an Aki at Colossus was, on last was year. Was there? Maybe. I don't but remember. It was, he was just so normal looking. He was easy to pass by. Yep. Especially compared to the, Chainsaw like, Man. the one Chainsaw Man we found and yep. like the two or three powers that were there too. Yep. Like because, you know, they were walking around with like bloods. One chick had a scythe. Yep. Powers, power doesn't have a scythe in season one. Yeah, but uh, she can have whatever weapon she wants. She can have she whatever wants. she wants, yeah. That's a, no, I got a picture of her on my phone with a scythe. And I just, that just, <laughs> just hit me now. Interesting. So it's, I'm loving this series. I cannot wait for more. Um, Denji is not a forgettable character in the slightest. Nope. Uh, the only thing I kind of want, well, this series is very well done. Even the CGI was really good. And yeah, it's I cannot wait for more. I really can't. Can I wait? I know this was top ten of anime twenty twenty two. Yep. Totally agree with that. Yep. Uh not that I've seen every anime in that list, but I I mean another one we did was uh Lee Chorus Recoil. That made a top one. Uh, that one was very well done. That the... one was even higher than Yep. Chainsaw Man, surprisingly. Yep. Uh, uh just because I mean the blood and gore can kind of deter some people sure. from thinking as highly about it so yeah. and again we find it funny that denji is obsessed with boobs but other people might not and i get it it can get annoying but i mean people have to have goals right right <laughs> so yeah i guess blood and etchy etchy stuff yeah yeah kind of drop it down yeah so glad we watched this so glad that finally got to watch it dubbed because I'll be completely honest, if we didn't do this, 
Probably wouldn't have done it. I would have just waited for it to come out for season two and just watched it subbed or dubbed that way. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm glad. Uh, does this change any of your rankings or anything? Or Ooh, as like in my own personal yep. tops? Mm, maybe at the moment, definitely go as low as like top 15. Mm-hmm. Top 10 might be a tad bit of a stretch. Yeah. I'm not too sure. It's close. Okay. Yeah. How are you? I'd probably agree. Um, very well done. I just need more. Yeah, definitely need more. I need it, more story. I need, like, I'm 100% invested, but yeah. I need something to solidify why it might be worthy of, my, like, my top 10. Highly recommend it to everybody. It's one of those gory shows that doesn't overdo it. Right. So that's really nice. Like, if you want something just a little bit more dark that's not, like... Pure those dark. super fucked up scenes great show this is a great show to watch yeah. like if you literally just want some gore good show right like there's nothing that's like too cringy in this show like yeah. like oh i can't believe they went that far like yeah it's not it's goblin slayer far <laughs> no but the this show it's i can see why it's not for everybody but i really enjoy it so i i just can't wait for more agree so i think that might conclude anime talk how about we jump into some matt manga mentions all right so for any of our new listeners i kind of like to start chronologically and go from the beginning one thing i will say as far as any big changes or anything drastic not really a whole lot. There's not too many notes that I took on this one. This is probably one of the shorter, um, least amount of notes I've taken in a while. For anybody that wants to kind of know what happens in season two before it even gets started, I would suggest to start on chapter 38, which is in volume. So volume four is where I would start. So book number four chapter uh 38 basically the ending of the anime is where the end of chapter 38 ends but there's a couple panels at the end that you don't get to see in the manga so i would read 38 and work my way forward yeah matt just showed me the last couple panels of chapter 38 and that is 100 percent not in season one Yes. Um, so my suggestion, obviously, if you want to start it from the beginning, more power to you. Uh, great manga. One thing that I loved about this manga where I shared with uh, Lance over here is just the artwork was amazing. Like, wouldn't you think so? Oh, like, definitely. Like some of the panels that I sent you, just very well drawn. And I will say that Unlike some manga where it's like you'll have some rushed panels, the entire series so far, nothing's rushed. Everything is all that amazingly detailed panels, some more than others, but man, was it well done. Um, Super dark and just like the the anime, but I will start from the beginning and I will start from the beginning of the anime series and work my way forward. So in the beginning, so you know how in the car ride, Makima basically tells Denji that she just wants a dog to either say yes or bark. Well, wolf. Well, there's a little bit more that happens between 
the the car ride scene and the udon or the ramen restaurant and what happens is when denji and them get to the restaurant a man comes to them and says a devil kidnapped his daughter denji gets ordered by makima to go save the man's daughter uh, he refuses, and that is when Makima says "You are that she only wants a dog, and the only two responses you can give me are yes and or wolf. And so well, he goes into the woods, saves his wait, kid. Wait, wait. That alone was enough to convince him otherwise? Pretty much. <laughs> okay, no motivation. <laughs> yeah, no, there was no added motivation. It was just like, oh, fuck. Okay, well, I guess I'm going into the woods. Like, she did her very stone-faced normal self where it's like, you are not one person to question what you're saying. So, okay, yep, that's what's going to happen. And I will go save that child now. So, Denji goes into the woods, uh, gets tricked by the devil, and Denji actually turns into the chainsaw man to save this girl, kills the devil, and then saves the girl and then brings the girl back out of the woods to the restaurant. So that's why his, uh, so when that happens, his udon gets cold because basically uh, he orders the noodles and the noodles get served. And that's when this person's like, help, save my child. And Denji's like, well, my my ramen's going to get cold. It's going to get all soggy. It's going to be gross. And she's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. You're you're either saying yes or you're gonna bark at me or I'm gonna kill you. Like okay. those those are your options. He's like, and here I go. Okay. So what was the devil? Um, they they didn't say. It was like this weird. Um, yeah. So it was the so it was the muscle devil. Nothing really memorable about the devil. Just kind of took over the girl's body, and then Denji was able to kill the devil and save the girl okay. before it f- officially took over her body. So this kind of leans towards people being scared or fearful of muscles. I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe those uh, bodybuilders on the beach scare some people away. Okay. Well, some of them could look kind of scary. But we're in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere. So I don't, I don't know. It's never know. anime logic. Yeah. Doing pull-ups on some branches <laughs> or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, and then, you know, Denji is tired coming back and he notices his food is all soggy. And then that is when Makima's like, well, do you need help eating your food? And that's when the light bulb goes off for Denji. And he's like, yes, yes, I do. And that's when Makima starts feeding him. Okay, so that that part happens in the anime. Yeah, yes, it does. But at least at this point, like Denji is actually sort of tired. Like he has a legitimate reason to not really want to eat his food. Right, because in the anime, he just fought a bunch of zombies, and we had just assumed he's just low on blood, and that's yeah. why he keeps passing out. Yeah, he passed out like twice in that episode. Yeah, between the fight. And eating the ramen itself. So this adds a little bit more context. I like that. Just a little bit anyway. The badge that Denji shows those police officers has a picture of him on it. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm sure the anime showed it, but it's not like I paid nope. attention to it. So the anime, I because I had read the manga up to this point, okay. so I'm like... Wait, what the fuck? So I rewind it. No, it's literally just like a badge with a bunch of words on it. Yeah. I'm like, 
couldn't you just make that yourself and call it a day? And they're like, eh, yeah, sure. You're a public safety officer. I truly believe that even though you're a devil with a fiend. Yeah, that's believable. So at least this put this, at least in the manga, it makes sense where it's like, okay, yep. That's a picture of you. I guess it's kind of like your passport where, yeah, sure. You could fake it, but the likelihood is low. Sure. Okay, so the manga shows an actual... Yeah, the manga shows a picture of Denji with the badge. And you're like, okay, yep, makes sense. Okay. You get a death toll by the gun devil per country. Oh, okay. Uh, Just a quick run through. So in Japan, the gun devil killed 58,000 people in 26 seconds. In the U.S., it killed 548,000 people in 128 seconds. So just over two minutes. Uh, In China, it killed 317,000 people in 37 seconds. This one's kind of funny. In Canada, it killed 8,500 people in seven seconds. (laughs) Okay, well, to add a little context. It's Canada, so it's okay. It's Canada, but that's also because, from what I understand, most of the Canadians live on the southern border of Canada. Yeah. The upper, you can't really, it's too cold, it's too icy, you can't really live up there yet. It depends on, like, what part of Canada it went through, where it might have just been like, ah, fuck, I picked the wrong town, and then just (laughs) went through the one town. Okay, well, also with this being said, this kind of obliterates the idea that one single shot went around the world. Yes. So... If you're going through America and you're going through Canada and you're going through Japan and you're going through China, you can't connect that with one, yeah, you're, one you're going like line. Zig, zigzagging all over the world. Right. Uh, then it goes through Hawaii and kills 780 people in 0.4 seconds. Yeah, I mean, tiny island. Yeah. It killed in Russia 155,000 people in 210 seconds. In Mexico, it was 6,000 people in two seconds. And in India, it killed 30,000 people in 15 seconds, all totaling in about five minutes. Very interesting. So, fun times. Not fun times, but that is... You're not going to kill that one researcher in Antarctica? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, apparently they didn't want to go north-south. They just wanted to go zigzag pattern all over the world. Okay. Well, okay, now I'm very interested in this gun devil if it's not going to be one single shot. Not some super blast cannon going. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe it gets polarized to highly dense populations and just kills people. I don't know. Super craziness. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yep, that is the five minutes in which it killed. Oh, man, I don't remember how many people it said, but it killed a lot of people. Many. Many. Many much. A million plus people. We can go with that. When they are in the hotel, you see Aki attempting to walk through the window to get out and he actually comes out of the window on the other side of the hallway and walks through that room instead so even the windows are connected to the rest of the building because in the anime they really don't make mention of any of that they're just like yeah everything's connected we can't get out you're like yeah i noticed through the window you can see another bedroom yep and that's all they let you know in the manga, they actually attempt to go through the window. Okay. 
and they just go into another Ooh, bedroom. Speaking of that, yes. so they're on the eighth floor, and yes. they were showing Aki walking around, and it kind of looked like Aki was walking around like some giant furnace kind of area. You'd, I would imagine like a boiler room. Yep. I don't imagine that kind of shit being on like a basement floor. Yeah, what the weird. hell was all of that doing on the eighth floor just randomly? Visually stunning. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. And then you find um, out that Kobanai is one of nine girls in her family. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense on why the one brother is the most important thing because it took, you know, the 10th child to finally get a boy. Sure. So it just kind of plays into some... A little bit more importance of making sure he yep, make stays it. on top. And yeah, that's really all I got. Well, a little bit of context into that to bring everyone back into that episode. She was part of the private spec. No, not private. No, she was a public safety. Public. She joined the public safety so that she can make money versus being a prostitute, basically. Yeah. To get to help get her brother through school because she's one of ten children. One of ten, and clearly guys are more important for that that kind of plays into traditional esque right. things which we're just gonna go with yeah yeah traditional not woke o- old time old time traditional yeah. uh mindsets what thing do you have any like time period you think this happened in like any era that you think this happened in i'm pretty sure i saw a flip phone okay so maybe like early 2000s. Early 2000s. I was thinking like mid to late 90s. So about the same time. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think twice about that until you kind of said that right there. And then I, I'm pretty sure I remember a flip flown bean somewhere in there. Maybe. But even still, I don't think this happened. Today? No, definitely not today. <laughs> but I, I feel like this was probably set in the like a 90s era just because all of the ending credits were like all super big 90s movies oh yeah i remember seeing some stuff about that on the internet so i bet you they probably went hand in hand yep that makes sense or they just really liked those movies i I don't know (laughs) right i mean we're not gonna go too deep in all that stuff but from what i understand each ending credit uh scene and i'm sure all of our listeners know all episodes had a different ending scene. Yep. But they were inspired by different, like, movies. Yep. The last one that just comes to my mind is, like, the Big Lebowski, that yep, bowling I heard, movie. I heard that one. Um, I know there's some other ones. Draw a blank on them. But there's just so many that are, you know, yep. just old, I mean. Cult classics. Cult classics and technically based classics at this point now, too, yep. for a lot of them. Yeah. Because I think classic means anything longer than 20 years. I just think uh, I don't think it has a time limit. That's I think it could be like ten years. Could be ten years and be a classic. <laughs> I mean, you could ask some people, and it could be two years and be a classic. So, <laughs> yeah. I, as our longtime listeners know, Lance and I, we don't watch the closing credits. No. We don't watch the opening credits. Uh, apparently, Lance really loved the music on the opening credits because he uh, he's got it saved to his playlist. But other than that, like, yep. uh, for anyone interested, it's on Spotify. The song is called Kickback. Nice. I've been listening to it all week long. It's great. <laughs> yes, um, it is a good uh, good song. It's fun. But it's just, I just want to get through it. I don't want to get spoiled with anything. Um, I got to get through it. I just got to get through it. Exactly. And I really didn't, okay, well, I guess in, during our short flights, I had, I had mentioned that the final like five seconds of the intro credit 
yeah. is the fun part, you know, where you see Denji and Power doing that little dance. Yeah. That's a fun part. And that's yeah. honestly what captivated me. And then going through the rewatch, listen to it again, I'm like, eh, it's catchy. Uh, let's see if Spotify <laughs> has it. Sure enough, I add it to my playlist. Well, I'll be damned. And so it's, I will skip through the ending and... I'm glad I did because if I didn't skip through, we would have missed the last episode. Because, of course, you know, it can't be concurrent where every episode has stuff at the end. No, it's got to be like just episode 12. We're going to have a little bit of showing. Trying to remember, it was like Jujutsu where it would be like every couple episodes they would have continuation stuff. Oh, like actual? Yes. Like actual footage of the story? Yes. Yeah. So it's, but other than that, yeah, it was, this, the songs were good. We'll go with that. The songs were good. <laughs> yeah. Didn't pay too much attention to the closing credits. Nope. But yeah, the, the differences between the manga and the anime were very minimal. Um, so that was really nice. I really enjoyed it. Nice. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, talk about some fun side stuff. Yeah. I know. Oh, I mean, Lance, you got some big news. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's just start with saying this concludes our conversation with Chainsaw Man. Yep. So stick around and listen to us bullshit about some stuff that we're watching on the side, because I can cover some time with that. So my news, as inspired by our conversation with the actual anime podcast, Yep. I have officially started One Piece. Nice, nice. How far are you? I'm either on episode 59 or 60 at the moment, somewhere around there. I've just been blowing through them. So depending on who you ask, you haven't even made it through the good parts yet. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> that the good parts don't happen until the late like 200s or something like that. Nice. Um, Just to kind of, we don't need to get super deep into it, but are you enjoying it? Yeah, I mean, it's a great show to put on, at least in the background. Okay. You know, I've... It was really nice these past couple weeks to rewatch Chainsaw Man so that we didn't I didn't have to be put too much more extra effort into something new so I was able to enjoy Chainsaw or I was able to enjoy starting One Piece. Yeah. So during my workouts I just kept it on. The nice. story flows. The story flows super smoothly and it's not like Dragon Ball Z where they'll stare at each other for like a minute straight before anything <laughs> happens just so they can screw over the time length. Like stuff is happening pretty much at all times. So you're telling me it's not two minutes of uh, actual content with 20 minutes of recap and yeah, or 10 minutes of recap and then eight minutes of new story. On to the next one. <laughs> right? No, this is actually really smooth on stuff. Okay. Nothing right now is intense. Okay. It's, there's, you know, 60 episodes in, they're still building everything. I mean, we have like the main crew and that's cool. Yep. It's really funny. Me being me pinpointing English voice actors because yep. almost everybody is taken from Dragon Ball Z. So you got like the entire Dragon <laughs> Ball Z cast as the main cast almost. Okay. But it's just fun to pinpoint. Anyway, that's besides the point. We are finally starting to get a little bit deeper into some goals because the whole purpose of this is kind of to be, you know, the pirate cat, the pirate king, and they're trying to go to the center of the grand line because yes. that's where all the action happens. And yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and 60 episodes in, they're on their way there. They're almost there. So what apparently. happens the next 900 episodes? <laughs> I have no idea. Shit goes wrong somehow. Apparently, uh, they Christopher Columbus did and went way left instead of right. I, I, I don't know. 
I, I don't know. Maybe there's multiple grand lines. I don't know. Yes, that makes sense. But it's fun. <laughs> Good. Uh, Monkey D. Luffy, the main character, he's he's fun. Good. Nice. I totally understand why people like him. They don't go through major training arcs. He just has these abilities. Um, he has a lot of people. I'm not going to say a lot. A couple people eat these devil fruits. Yep. Which give them their powers. Yep. And the ironic part is most of these guys are pirates. And after eating a devil fruit, you lose the ability to swim. <laughs> so although most of the world appears to be water. Yes. And you're on a boat. You eat this puff. Powerful fruit that gives you powers, you fall in the water, you might as well say goodbye. I, I guess a valid trade-off, you know. You're right. I'm super strong, but you can't swim. Well, I guess I just don't swim in the world of water. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> I better stay on this boat. So okay. it's definitely interesting. Okay, nice. There's been some villains that have been weird. Like, <laughs> fucking weird. So many fucking weird guys in this, but, it, you know, it adds to the interest in a why not kind of way. Okay. Um, so my question is, do you regret not starting it sooner? No. Okay. No rush. Okay. <laughs> I mean, apparently I'm not even at the good part yet. So I'm in. Yeah. You still have no, another 150 episodes until uh, it gets yeah, good. I'm in no regrets. <laughs> no, no regrets. No regrets. Yes. Not even a single letter. Okay. But. But you are enjoying it. That's it is, what Yeah, matters. it is enjoyable. Good. So I do encourage anybody if they want to just throw, stop watching something for the hundredth time and just throw this on in the background instead. If you want to not watch something else for the next three years, go for it. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I'm enjoying it right now. Nice. Good. Good. And then the other thing was, I don't know exactly how to pronounce this show, but it is part of this current series. I mean, either, it's either Nier or Nier Automata. Yes. Uh, it, for anybody who doesn't recognize the name, you'll at least recognize the thumbnail. It's the anime about the girl who has... The white blind, hair and the eye patch, right? The blindfolds. Yes. Oh, blindfold. Yes, excuse me. So I was really interested in that when the season, when the when the winter season started. Yep. And that was one of the first anime that... So is this the first series of it, or is it like a... A prequel sequel thing or what is it? I'm not really sure. Would, okay. I mean, this appears to be the first season of its own brand. Of, of this one at the very minimum. Right. Okay. Okay. Just because I had seen, I know Bryce had talked about it being a video game. Yep. Is a video game. I've seen it on, it's even on the Switch. I've yep. seen it advertised. Yep. And even at the end of the episodes, they talk about the video game itself too. So they're like... <laughs> They're trying to shamelessly plugging it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. Uh okay, cool. And is it good? It's interesting. Okay. I wouldn't say it's amazing. Um, I could definitely see a lot of the anime community considering the main character, her name is 2B. Okay. Yep. Being the waifu of their choice because she's got a very short dress skirt kind of thing going on. And okay. you see a lot of side butt here and there. Side butt. Okay, that's a new one. Uh huh. Not not too much panty, but side butt because her dress is short when, she, especially when she's running. Um, okay. It's it's got some Final Fantasy aspects to it in the sense that like when they battle robots. Yep. And when they are ready to attack, like they materialize their swords out of nowhere, and that just made me feel like it was Final Fantasy. And they, okay. they bottle they battle some bosses and whatnot, and it's interesting enough. And I guess the concept of this kind of show and it's really funny because it's ironic because we follow a story where humans 
spent so long enhancing themselves. And this story takes place in like the year seven or 8,000. So this is thousands of years in the future. Yeah. So it's ironic that we follow these humans who want to turn themselves into robots or androids. And we also follow a small group of robots who spend their time learning about the past and mimic human nature. (laughs) So in short, we got humans who want to be robots and we got robots who want to be humans. And we're just watching all this kind of unfold while there's a war between the two happening. Interesting. It is very interesting. Okay. Yeah, we'll just go with that. It's interesting. Let's just leave it at that because okay, yeah, it's fun. It's it's not like it's not like what we like where it's like super action based, like with superpowers and stuff like that. Yep. It's still fun. So the first episode kind of opens up with like a lot of mech stuff. So I was like, oh, great. This is going to be a mech anime. I've never really gotten into one. <laughs> yeah. But so so minimal, so minor. It really doesn't matter much. This isn't a mech anime. Okay. Kind of reminds me of the anime that I need to finish, which is uh, 86. No idea. We I, I know I'd brought it up. I had watched a few episodes about it. And it's based off a light novel. It's very good. I'm like halfway through. I just need to finish it. I, <laughs> I kind of like how you need to finish Attack on Titan. Yeah, I need to finish Attack on Titan. You're um, there. I'm very. I'm on episode seventy two. Trying to think, what is the one that just got released? Was that like eighty? I think it was like eighty something. Or I'm not that far behind. And I'm the direction that it's going. I'm hesitant to keep going because i'm like oh man i hope it doesn't turn into what i think it's going to turn into visually i think it'll be very good very well done but i think the story i'm just not going to enjoy it like the story is going to be a a meh while the visual is going to be amazing and i'm not looking forward to that (laughs) um if i at least say i'm super looking forward to it yep and i'm pissed off about this cliffhanger that they leave you at that for a year plus or whatever. The the one episode cliffhanger that they're like, hey, glad to make you or glad to remind you about this season or this series. But we're going to make you wait until I think it was what, September or something crazy like that. I don't remember. It's it's fall of this year. That oh, it's going to be in fall? Yeah, you're, you get to wait until fall. Damn, that's so far away right now. <laughs> it's like, hey, here's... Like, I almost think it's worse than what um, some people would say as far as the Demon Slayer thing, where it's like, I thought you were giving us a movie. It's like, no, no, we never advertised it as a movie. We told you it was going to be two recap episodes and one long episode. Right. And you got people like me who are who just assumed if it's in theaters, it's a movie. Yeah, no. So, so I feel like... Don't be me. The one episode cliffhanger that Attack on Titan did is worse than having people be able to go watch an episode early. Like, yeah. that's all Demon Slayer did, was just be give you the opportunity to watch it a couple weeks early. Yep. I would gladly take that than having to wait six months for... <laughs> yeah, that's too big of a tease. For 11 episodes or whatever it's going to be to pseudo-potentially finally finish the series. Yeah, I thought the last two parts were going to be the ending of the series, but they keep pushing it. So let's see if this part three... Part seven, part 20, <laughs> you know, as... Eventually, it's going to turn into one episode parts. God. (laughs) So it's like, I think I might just wait for it to finish at this point. I don't know. I did finally finish um, Spy Family season one, all of season one. Oh, core one, core two? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't continue after the tennis scene. There was like 
three episodes left. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost over. So you might as well finish at this yeah, point. Yeah, I mean, if I'm, I'm caught up with near, near whatever it is right now. So yep. well, next time I'm on the treadmill, I'll just finish it or at least, you know, continue it. Yeah, it was very well done. Super glad I finished it. When it ended, I was like, wait, is that it? Oh. What the fuck? Why is it over? I want more. <laughs> so that was how that ended. And uh, I'm trying to think of what else... Oh, yeah, I'm still watching Hunter Hunter. I'm rewatching Hunter Hunter. Oh, that's right. You continued that one a while back. I'm on episode, like, 70-something. Okay. So I'm through the York New City arc, and I'm in the Greed Island arc. Okay. I'm Greed about, Island was fun. I remember that one. Um, You remember the Razor part of that arc where they fight the razor who's the essentially a death row inmate uh-huh. that going is like, I need you. And he essentially has a change of heart of who, what kind of shitty person he is. It sounds familiar. The biggest thing I took away from Greed Island was like the Yu-Gi-Oh concept that they <laughs> took from it. In a way. Yes, it was definitely some Yu-Gi-Oh concept. It was like a way to have training be not boring. Right. Because that's all it was. You get to see some cool stuff where Gon learns his super rock, paper, scissors attack. Uh-huh. And that's really about it. Right. So, and some training. Really all the Greed, Greed Island arc is. And so it's getting through that slowly obviously in school still so kind of don't get to watch as much as i'd like to but oh well right yeah that's all i got staying busy that's for sure yeah you could say that (laughs) uh anything else no i think that kind of concludes everything i've got for today all right you want to close this out sure all right so thanks everybody for listening to another episode of the anime lounge podcast make sure to give us a rating on whatever platform you are currently listening to us on we are brought to you by the anime show please go find them in our details of this episode they bring us very interesting information about everything anime related including what's coming up in the next season also if you want some anime merch follow our affiliate right stuff anime i know we have ordered from them and they have kept us happy so continue help us out by helping yourself i guess yeah exactly and with that being said thanks again for listening and we'll catch you guys next time have a good one